everybody. So as you know, last week we talked about how to create your own affirmations that specifically relate to your situation or the condition that you're working with. If you need a review, I will link that in the description and at the end of the video if you're on YouTube. Today we're talking about how to use the affirmations that you created. We're talking about when to use them, how to use them, why to use them, and tips for practicing them. This is the I Care About You podcast, and today we're talking about affirmations, being the change we want to see in ourselves through the use of an affirmation practice. Affirmations are used in many different ways and many different reasons. It can be for manifesting something, for working with your inner belief that you're trying to change, such as feelings of worthiness. It can be wanting to reprogram your brain away from habits that aren't positive for you. They can be used as a motivator, such as I am a marathon runner when you're training for a marathon. They can be used to create more positive and good in your life, to overcome challenges, get psyched for an upcoming event or a situation, to calm you when things get stressful. They can be used as a form of self-regulation or self-soothing practice, and they can be used when working on relationships or shifting perspectives. And that's just to name a few reasons why people use affirmations. There are many ways to use affirmations and their power lies in how you use them and how they work for you. Before we begin, there is one factor that you will have to tap into and apply to your affirmation practice for ultimate success. You simply cannot be half-assed about it. If you want to make a difference with affirmations, you must pay attention to them when you say them. You will need to live into your words taking them in through your heart and letting them become part of your being. Not just something you keep in the confines of your mind, but something that becomes part of your internal self, your being, your chemistry, your outlook, your memory, your thoughts, and so forth. You will have to pay attention to each affirmation by using deep listening technique. As you speak your affirmations, also notice how your mouth feels when you're saying them, how your body feels, your muscles, do they soften? Do they tense up your stomach? Does it settle? Does it churn? And pay attention to the negative self-talk that tries to invade a positive affirmation and shift that dialogue away from yourself. Say, no, I don't think that anymore. And replace it with something like, I am worthy of whatever it is to kind of counterbalance that negative self-talk because oftentimes we've trained ourselves to kick in that negative self-talk every time we say something positive about ourselves. So we're just subconsciously trying to bring ourselves back to this space of inadequacy or unworthiness or a place of shame sometimes. And when we are saying positive affirmations in the first person, like I am worthy of this, sometimes your negative self-talk will try to interact with that conversation. And so you have to be mindful of that. And when you feel it coming on, you have to find ways to shift that dialogue away from you and out of your habits that you have. I know this sounds simplistic, just to say, no, I don't think that anymore, and replace it with, I am worthy of fill in the blank. But it is easy to put this practice to work, to remember to do it when negative self-talk creeps in, because it's pretty easy. Just say, no, I don't think that way anymore. Now I think this way. 
So it's not a long drawn out practice or a procedure with all these different steps. So it's easy to apply to anything you are working to change. Sometimes simple things like that can have a profound shift in an old problem. This is why creating your own affirmations can have significant power. In your words, you are articulating your outcomes to yourself. Speaking in your language is very powerful to both you in hearing it and to the universe when you speak it out. It's your own way of expressing the situation, and that holds so much more meaning than if you just had affirmations you got off the internet or something like that. Now, Oftentimes, those pre-made affirmations also apply to you and are very, very meaningful, and that's okay. But you want to kind of steer away from affirmations that don't use the language you use, that don't sound like you, that aren't exactly what you're talking about, and try to create your own that really hone down into what you're working with. Okay, so speaking your affirmation with care and attention is important. Now let's go over how to use the affirmations. Here are 10 ways to use affirmations, but there are so many more different ways you can use them and you can work with them. You can use them however you see fit. You can use none of these points below or all of them or some of them or mix and match with other things you know. And how you use them will change throughout your life. What really works one time for one situation maybe doesn't work for another. For example, if you're using affirmations to psych yourself up to do something, you might say those affirmations right before that event or situation, but it wouldn't really be pertinent to use that same technique for other affirmations that aren't about a specific event if you're not if they're not tied to them. You might not use that practice. You might use something else. So let's go over the 10 different ways to use affirmations. And again, there are many more, but here's just 10 to get you started. One, say them out loud to yourself in the mirror and look into your eyes when you say it. Say them slowly. Two, saying them as a chant or a mantra when things become stressful or when you need a pep talk to yourself. An example would be, I am worthy, I am worthy, I am worthy. As a mantra, when you're feeling like, oh, you're getting really stressed out or your heart starts to race or you're about to do something that you have a little bit of fear around or you're just feeling like there's so much negative self-talk, you need to stop it every once in a while by cutting it with a chant or a mantra. If it's too much to say a long list of affirmations that you've created, you can just pick one and work with that as a chant or a mantra and set a timer for maybe one, two, five minutes and just say it over and over to yourself. Number three, say them before an event where you feel there may be stress, such as a family get-together for the holidays or a planning meeting at work or something like that. So for example, say you have a mantra about um, I am worthy and you're going to go into an event where people don't value your opinion or you feel they don't value your opinion. So it's, it's working with them in that kind of way to sort of settle yourself, ground yourself before you go into a space. Number four, if you have access to something like a mountain, a hill, a cliff, body of water, say them out loud to the wind and imagine the wind and water carrying your affirmations out to the universe and becoming part of the fabric of life. So you can really do this anywhere. It doesn't have to be one of the things I mentioned. It could just be anything out in nature where you don't have the confines of walls and you can just say it out to the wind and let it travel where it needs to go and imagine that. Number five. Use one or two in meditation, repeating them over and over again in your mind as you settle into the meditation. So that's as if you're using it like a mantra or 
a chant, but you're just saying the same thing over and over again in a meditation practice. Again, you can set a timer for two, five, ten minutes. Settle into your meditation, however you do that. You close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, settle in and be comfortable, and then begin just saying your mantra over and over again and imagining in your mind what that means to you. If your mantra is, I love myself, what does that look like? Come up with that imagery in your mind as you're meditating. And then when your alarm goes off, you can go back to your day. Picking an affirmation from your list. This is number six. Each day to concentrate on. So you might have a list, but you're only thinking about the particular one at different times of the day, and even setting a timer to think about the the specific affirmation every hour or so. So you're picking an affirmation from your list, and you're going to concentrate on that particular day, just that affirmation. And you're going to then set a timer where every so many hours, a timer goes off, and then you think of that specific affirmation throughout the day. You just spend a minute or so thinking about it. Number seven, spend an entire day in silence concentrating on your affirmations. So this is kind of a hard one to do. People do it uh, when you find yourself alone in your house for a day or you have a day off and you don't have anything planned. Consider spending a day or half a day or two hours or four hours. So some manageable chunk of time for you, but a significant chunk of time for the process and just concentrate on your affirmations. Don't talk to anybody. Don't read. Don't watch TV. Don't do anything. Don't go on your phone. Just spend two hours really concentrating on your affirmations. Eight, writing and journaling about your affirmations. Why are they important to you? What is the history behind them? Why are you trying to change things? What are you trying to do with them? Writing each affirmation down on the top of a sheet of paper and then writing the reasons why you chose that and what you're trying to change and just really outlining it for yourself. That can be very powerful to put those words to the paper or to a screen and then to look at them every once in a while. And when things change, you'll notice it like, oh, I started this because I felt this way, but now I'm actually feeling better. I'm feeling this way. And then journal about that. Nine, using the affirmations as a concentration during exercise. This is often done in yoga, but it can be applied to running or walking or being on the treadmill, lifting weights or whatever it is that you do for exercise. Some people record themselves saying their affirmations over and over using a dictation or a voice recording app. And they record it for a certain time period. Like if they're going to go for a run that's 45 minutes, they record 45 minutes of themselves saying their affirmations. And then they listen to it while they're working out. 10, say your affirmations to another person. So sit facing each other. You can hold hands if that seems appropriate. Look directly in each other's eyes. And say your affirmations to them. Each person takes a turn. So first, I would say my affirmations to you. And then you would say your affirmations to me. And then you trade affirmations. So you might need them uh, written down somewhere so you can both refer to them. And then I would say your affirmations back to you. But I would use language that is more you than, for example, if your affirmation was, I am worthy and then you gave your affirmation to me, I would say to you, you are worthy. So that's how you can work with affirmations with a person, one of the many ways, there's many ways, but this is really powerful because you're looking in each other's eyes, you're saying your affirmations to another person, and they're saying them back to you in the form of 
that they are confirming your affirmations to you. Those are the 10 ways you can work with affirmations. As I said before, there are many ways to work with affirmations, but these ways I find are really successful and doable for people. Uh, Some things like a day of contemplating your meditations might be a little bit more challenging, but if you have that luxury, it is really worth trying. I mean, if anything, just to see if you can make it through the day without talking to anyone or needing to escape your own mind. And it just really gives you a chance to think so deeply about the affirmations you created, because that's what you're trying to do. You're not only trying to redirect your own inner dialogue, but you're also trying to create a situation where your mind and your body can understand this new thing that you want, or you're trying to manifest it. You're trying to bring it into your life and in spending a day of solidly concentrating on what you're trying to bring into your life and really living into it with complete authenticity and belief. It's very powerful, but finding the time can be a challenge. Some of the other ones I suggested were fairly quick and easy to work with. And working with a partner is really an incredible experience. So I hope you try those things. Now I'm going to offer you some tips for success. Some people light candles or incense and apply a whole host of other rituals when they do a practice of affirmations to make it more important or to signify that this is a sacred practice. Giving their affirmation practice more weight and reverence. Some rituals may be working with aromatherapy, playing certain background music, creating a special space to practice affirmations, having a certain time of day or a full moon or high tide or in a certain place in nature. I often brew a special tea. I light some incense. I turn off the lights, light a candle. I prepare a comfortable place. Before I start, I drink a little tea and imagine being in a cottage somewhere in the forest that's really has an inviting fire and is really cozy, almost like fairy tale-ish. And I'm safe and quiet and it's beautiful and it's in a space of nurturing. The vibe is very nurturing and outside there's this beautiful snowy nature. And once I have created the space in my mind, then I begin my practice. It's kind of a fun thing to create a pretend space to rest and rejuvenate in your mind. It changes, but the ritual of tea, of drinking the tea and the imaginary conjuring is consistent. What I mean by that is maybe it changes from a little cottage in the woods to a beach or something like that, or just sitting out in a forest or something like that. So the imagery might change and the tea might change, but overall the actual ritual stays the same for me. Some things to think about when working with an affirmation practice is to be consistent. Try to practice a few times a week, if not every day. Keep your affirmations in the forefront of your mind so that they have an impact and you remember to use them. So a lot of people spend a lot of time writing down affirmations and then they might use them for the first week and then something happens in life and you get kind of sidetracked and you forget about your affirmations and you don't come back to them till much later. So it's important to keep them in the forefront of your mind so that they will have an impact and you can remember them. You won't feel like you're very successful with affirmations if you don't create that consistency in using them. That's the power. One of the powers of affirmation lies in the consistency. You can't just say it once and expect like miraculous results. You have to really live into it, say it, use your deep listening skills, think about it, really live into it. And that requires some sort of practice that is consistent. Some people will say their affirmations right before sleep in order to take them into their subconscious dream time. And that is also uh, pretty fun and 
when you wake up in the middle of the night and you realize it's made it into your dream, you kind of jot it down because you'll forget it. And then the next day you can really think about it. And that's a way of kind of programming your mind while you're sleeping and seeing what sort of bubbles up as a consequence. Some people will write their affirmations on post-its and put them all around the place so they can see them. And when they see them, they pause and reflect on the affirmations. Another thing about affirmations is you will need to revise them as the situation or condition moves forward. As you work with them, Things may improve and you might have to adjust them a bit as the situation progresses. If you are working on something like inner dialogue or self-love or shame, you will shift your affirmations as you learn more about yourself and things begin to improve. So you'll always be kind of honing them a little bit and improving them a little bit and changing them a little bit as time goes on. And they might shift altogether. You might have one set of affirmations for, I'm going to run this marathon next year. And you have a whole set of affirmations that you've been working with. You've been shifting them and changing them throughout the entire year that you've been training for the marathon. But after the marathon's over, those affirmations might either not be applicable or you would tweak them a little bit for your next goal or the next thing you want to work on. If you are practicing affirmations and a significant thought comes to mind, write it down and contemplate it after your practice. Perhaps a new affirmation will emerge from this new thought. So as you're saying your affirmations, you're also using them as a tool to kind of spark things in your mind, right? So you're saying an affirmation, maybe you say it and something else comes in your mind related to it or not, but you feel it's significant. Pause for a moment in your affirmation practice and write down that thought so you can go back to it later and think about it and why it appeared during your affirmation practice. If you can say your affirmations to someone else, as I outlined in number 10, this can be a very powerful practice for both you and the person you are working with, and also in that relationship and how you relate to one another. Doing this affirmational work together in that way can improve your relationship. It can help you to deepen your listening skills, and that can be very profound to hear someone else speak their affirmations, and it can be very profound for you to receive the affirmations and to really do that deep listening. But anyone who truly feels like someone deeply listened to them is always walks away changed in some way because that's not something that happens so much in society these days. And if someone takes the time to deeply listen to something like your affirmations, that is so affirming and so positive and really add something beautiful to your relationship that you might not have had before. It's a little bit of intimacy there in a different way. It can be really profound to hear someone else speak their affirmations, especially if you're not, you didn't know before you started the practice exactly what they're trying to do or wanting to do or what their affirmations are. And you always learn something really beautiful and vulnerable about them. And it's being able to be in that space of vulnerability with somebody else that deepens your relationship even more. This is also a healing practice as much as it is an affirmation practice. When you do this work, take a moment to remember the dignity of each other. So before you start, just take a moment to have reverence for the dignity of each other, meaning that everyone wants to be nurtured, loved as we are, heard, seen, accepted, valued, cared for, and so on. And that's the basic human dignity that we have for one another. We all we all have it. We're born with it. We're born with these needs and desires. And to acknowledge that they exist in each other before you start this affirmation practice helps you to stay out of a space of judgment, helps you to stay in a space of caring, listening, seeing, hearing, accepting, 
and that that same thing will come back to you. So before you start this practice, just take a moment to center into the dignity of the other person. Come knowing you will listen deeply to another person, both as they say their own affirmations, and as you listen to them saying your affirmations back to you, you're gonna apply that deep listening both ways. It's really, really powerful. And at the end of the practice, don't forget to thank one another for being there. It's a rarity these days that we find someone who will deeply listen to us and will take the time to do an affirmation practice with us. So be sure to be grateful. Remember, this practice is for you. How does it work for you? Try on different techniques until you find one that works for you and your life. Often people apply many techniques when working with affirmation. Nothing is right or wrong, only what works for you during that particular time. Your techniques are also not set in stone. You can change it up as things change or you need to foster motivation for your practice. Motivation is important. And I will link a podcast I did on motivation for you as well. Being motivated in anything in your life will keep you on track. So part of this affirmation practice is also figuring out what your motivation factors are. And then bringing those back up for yourself when you're feeling like, oh, I just don't want to do that, or that takes too much time, or when you start to kind of lose your excitement about the affirmations you currently have, you should, one, look at the affirmations. Maybe they've helped you more than you realize, and you just haven't taken the time to realize, and they need tweaking. Or maybe you need to tap back into the motivation factors that made you write those affirmations in the first place. Okay, so let's recap. Create your own affirmations in your own words if you can. Apply the 10 ways I listed to use affirmations, and I can list those again, saying them out loud in the mirror while you look in your own eyes, saying them as a chant or a mantra, saying them before the event that you feel may be stressful. If you have access to nature, saying them out to the wind and imagining them being carried away. Use one or two affirmations in a meditation practice, repeating them over and over again. Six, picking an affirmation from your list each day to concentrate on and setting a timer for every hour just to touch back in on your affirmation. Spending an entire day in silence, concentrating on your affirmation, writing or journaling about your affirmations, using affirmations as a concentration when exercising in place of a podcast you might listen to or music. Say your affirmations to another person while you're sitting facing each other. So those are the 10 ways that you can use affirmations. And there's so many more. There's so many more. And remember the tips I gave you about really living into those affirmations, about the deep listening you need to do for yourself and for others if you're doing a partner affirmation practice and to just write down things that come up pay attention to things that come up find the time that works for you to do this practice and how you're going to do it do you want to say it at bed so you live into it in your dreams do you want to say it to the wind do you want to do more than one way and when you find you're losing motivation really look into that is it because you've actually shifted those affirmations need to be tweaked or do you need to touch back into your motivation factors? So I wish you all the best with this practice. It can be very powerful in manifesting any change that you are looking for. It is so important to 100% and wholeheartedly begin to believe your affirmations. That's part of manifesting change, really believing it is true. And in the podcast I did about how to create your affirmations, we'll go into the wording and things like that that are important. So if you haven't watched that yet, please do. Please like and subscribe. It really helps me in creating more and more of this content. And know that I love you and know that I support you and take good care, my friends.